Hey guys, so we're kind of doing a double feature for you. We just recorded the Amityville episode that will be going up uh, for you guys. And now we're going to be doing a two-week, two-way ghost hunt that we did um, a couple weeks back with David Scott Worley. Um, so for this, me and Kayla took a nice little scenic drive through Scarborough and we visited the Dr. Samuel Price Mansion. I can say it now. <laughs> in the first clip, you're, you guys are in the first clip. You guys are going to hear. Um, we did a quick little interview, just a few questions to kind of fill Scott out and talk about some of his investigation background and some of the hunts that he'd been on. Uh, so we'll let you guys listen to that and ignore my stuttering and fumbles over my words. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Okay, so me and Kayla are here with Mr. David Scott Worley, and he is going to be doing a ghost investigation out here at the, what was the, I can't remember, the Samuel, is it Prince or Price? Samuel Price. The Samuel Price house here in Scarborough, and we just wanted to pull him to the side before we get started and ask him some questions. So, how did you first get into investigating ghosts? It all started probably about 12 years ago. And I am a historian and an architectural historian. And folks would ask me about different buildings, their histories, etc. Mm -hmm. And as I, I was talking to them, they were wanting the history because of ghost stories. Oh, wow. Well, I'm also a, a storyteller. So I started collecting these ghost stories. And went from doing a stage show, like at Tamarack and at theaters, to taking people on walking tours. And then a couple years ago, we started doing the investigations. And I started working with a couple of different uh, paranormal groups. Okay. And they they come in uh, and they would investigate. And then uh, those folks started joining my regular tours. Oh, that's awesome. So we've just uh, kind of expanded our product offering. So right, just, just building your connections. Okay, so take us back in history and tell us what your first investigation was like. The first one was pretty weird. Okay, so we were in, well, first off, we had some um, fairly famous ghost investigators in town. And they had asked for me to put together an investigation, which mm -hmm. I did. And we went into this apartment building that had 
never been investigated that it had a murder take place there. And the creepiest thing about it is the um, the murder scene, which happened in like like 1979, mm-hmm. had never been cleaned up. So we're t- still talking blood in the carpet. Oh my god! Ooh. Clothes in the closets. I could never. Food in the refrigerator. Oh. Oh, God. So, we're, 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 we're hit with this fact. Mm-hmm. And then things start happening. People's names, we start, you could hear people's names being called out. Wow. Um, a, a door uh, started sh- opening and closing all by itself rapidly. Just da 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 It did not want us there. Wow. So, that was the our first try with professional investigators right i was telling the stories of the place and then we you know moved on to other locations that night and then that just opened up the whole door to night after night after night of investigation oh wow you see you wanted to come back for more for sure oh, yeah oh and, wow and now we no longer go to that location because we did have some things happen there that we didn't feel was safe to take groups of folks there any longer oh god so, um, but we have a lot of other locations we go to, and we're always looking at new places. Okay. Um, you know, that we're just so happy to be here at the, at the Dr. Price's mansion. Right. Uh, and uh, this, this is a wonderful location to take people. Okay. Um, so what is some of the equipment that you typically use for ghost hunts? Um, we, we're kind of, the group I work with, I'm pretty old school. I use a, mm-hmm. a, a, an old analog K2 meter. Um, we use um, mag light flashlights to try to do the, the experiment. Have night vision cameras uh, to try to collect that. And then a lot of audio recorders. Um, we've got ghost boxes. We have an ovalist so that you know if something is uh, you know making audible that we can we can hear it. Right here. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah, that's what that's what doing going life's about. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, and so we've 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 learned. Um, I, I go with groups a lot of times that have tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Mm-hmm. Did this two weeks ago, and they're getting all excited about the results, and I'm going, well, we get the same results with our thousand dollars worth of equipment. Right. So you're saving money and getting the same <laughs> results. Exactly. Right. They're validating what we're what we're learning. Okay, well, that's always nice to see yeah. that you're still pulling in just as good and valid results as yeah. they are. So that, that's always good. So, uh, what would you say to skeptics who don't believe? Well, I think that you need to come out and see what you can experience yourself. Because if you're really and truly not a believer, probably nothing will happen that will make you believe. Mm-hmm. But if you're on the fence, if you're just waiting for that gotcha, aha moment, mm-hmm. come out and go on an investigation because you might be the person in the crowd that has their earrings pulled off of their ear oh, or <laughs> has has something grabbed their arm. So, between Kayla and I, Kayla is obviously tinier and braver. She's the mighty mouse, if you will. I am the big chicken. So can I expect to experience something, you know, maybe different than Kayla will experience? Yes, yes. The, if you have, you know, if you're, if you're an adventuresome spirit and you're willing to mm-hmm. um, go that extra foot, if somebody says, okay, and you know, we've had, you know, 
can I have a volunteer go here and set in this particular spot mm-hmm. and we're going to recreate a historical event you would pro- you would be open to more experience there yep whereas you're going to you're going to be the passive experience you're going to have <laughs> something happen that you can't explain when I say you maybe your hair stroked well god or or something like that that would be poss- that would be the type of experience that you would have probably Okay, so what are we expecting to see tonight, possibly? Well, this is a very, very large mansion. It has over eight bedrooms. It mm-hmm. has two parlors. And it has what had been Dr. Price's surgery was here until mm-hmm. he moved to a hospital. So we've had a lot of touching. We've had a lot of noise, movement. Um, uh, we've gotten a lot of... Um, we, we got a, a, a baby in a photograph, actually. Ooh. Oh wow! Here in the front room, oh, uh, we, we've gotten ladies in dresses looking around corners at us. So it's so there's, there's just a lot that goes on here. Okay, well, and this is only the second time it's ever been investigated. Oh wow! Okay, so we're looking forward to it, and we will do more recording as the night progresses. Good deal. Yeah. Yes. And then, like I say, we. Add- so the next thing that we got to do, sorry if this episode's a little wonky, but this is a lot of recording on the go. We'd never done it. We don't have any kind of equipment set up to carry and go with us. We're still hoping to upgrade in the future, but... Yeah, all of this came from Emily's phone. <laughs> Every bit of it. Yeah, and that's why some, that's partly why some of the recording got lost, which we'll get into that in a minute, but... This next clip you're going to hear is um, David taking us through a tour of this beautiful house. And, I mean, y'all, it was gorgeous. Oh, it was beautiful. Um, it was, like, three stories? Four stories? There was three stories. With a basement? With a basement. Okay. Yeah, it was a gorgeous, gorgeous house. White on the outside. Um and then you go in, and you could tell a lot of money and time had been put into this house. And the gentleman that owned it, um, which is who you're going to hear David refer to as Brandon, he owns the home, and him and a friend had actually went in and did work on the home. Then they tried to sell it, and uh, Brandon actually ultimately ended up buying out his friend's half of the house, and he kept it, and he uses it for an office, and... Uh, his job is he goes around and he goes to auctions and things like that and he buys up land and different properties and then turns around and does like rent to own and things like that. So, and they also kept the house as close to original as they could. Right, yeah, you, there's not a lot of modern stuff in the house, like obviously like the kitchen, the kitchen was upgraded because you need upgraded appliances. But, I mean, for the most part, you could tell that everything was maybe not originals, but it was kept in a similar state that you might have seen it when Dr. Price was living there. Right. Like, there was um, what you would consider, like, servant quarters. Right. Or, you know, working staff quarters, which consisted of a bed. And then they also had a kitchen sink. They had a stove right there in the room with them. So, that way they didn't have to bother anybody else. Yeah. And, I mean, like I said, it was so many... Ba- you could get lost. Like, if I was being chased by a murderer, I would die. 
Oh, yeah. Because they would quickly, you know, get me upstairs or get me in a maze on the second floor or somewhere, and I would ultimately die. But, anywho, um, this next clip is going to be David taking us on a tour through the house. So, enjoy. 15 period up to 14, so that's a good, good sign. Um, our host is Brandon there. He has yeah, this beautiful house and restored it. And um, um, during the night, he can he can tell you a little bit more about all of his efforts here. And uh, like I said, he's done such a beautiful job. Uh, I, I saw his pictures before, and to see the after is just amazing. So, um, the house that we're in, this was built 1899 uh, to 1900, and it was built uh, for Dr. Uh, Samuel W. Price, and he was originally a doctor for the uh, White Oak Company, and then when it was bought out by the uh, New River Company, he became the company surgeon for all the New River Company, and so he would travel. Um, when he first started practicing, though, he actually saw patients and did procedures and surgery here in the house because they didn't have any hospitals that early yet. It would be a few years before they built the McHenry Hospital. And one of the things I'll note on the house as we go through, you'll see that the railroad tracks are right down here. And they built the McHenry Hospital, and really the only way to access it was by railroad. And so, if, if people got injured or, or sick, they would literally, if they were here, they would go down, put them on a rail car, take them to McHenry. And as we go through tonight, I actually have I've had the privilege of uh, reading the 1907 uh, McHenry Hospital records. And Dr. Price here figures um, greatly in those uh, records. And I can tell you, what happened to people, if they lived, if they died. And it's, it's pretty cool, and I'll relate some of that as we go through. But uh, the story is that, and, and correct me if I'm getting it wrong here, Brandon, but this is the area over here where they actually, he actually did his procedures and his surgery. And when the floors were refinished, there was actually a large uh, blood stain in the floors. Yeah, there are several blood stains here. This was the only room that had stains yeah. in it. Um, usually I have a lot of houses and redo them um, and usually when you have cats or dogs or whatever you'll have stains through the whole house but this is the only room that there's any stains. All the rest of the floors are perfect. Wow. Now, but now the history of this location goes way back. Okay? Um, there are stories that um, even in the, the late 1600s that settlers were here and we do know that um, through this area there was both uh, Indian trails, Native Americans traveled through this area mm. and hunting parties would come in all through this area uh, uh, folks from the interior of Virginia so they would travel through here and uh, then in the you know in 1763 it was actually illegal to be a homesteader here in this part of Virginia, but folks did it anyway. And so there was um, uh, a couple, um, what was it, uh, Barney and Beatrice, Barnabas and Beatrice, that were settled here. And 
during a lot of the Indian raids that, that occurred prior to the Revolutionary War, they were actually killed during one of the Indian raids. And it was common to either, you, you know, and you hear the, the stories and you always think about, um, um, you know, um, uh, the ones, you know, down in Radford, Virginia, where they, you know, kidnapped folks and the Indians would take them away. Well, it happened over and over and over, particularly in this area. Like I said, and, and the, the state of Virginia, you legally weren't supposed to be there anyway, so they had sympathy. It was usually the locals that would go out and try to uh, um, seek revenge on the Indians. And then during the Civil War, it was the same thing. This was uh, part of the series of turnpikes and roads that the Union and Confederate Army moved back and forth over and over and over. Then the railroad come, and of course the railroad runs right through here. And with the railroads, that's the mining. And the only reason that the mining got big here is because there was railroad that could get the coal out. And then you have Dr. Price, and he treated patients up until the 1920s. And so as we go through, I'll tell you some more stories, and we'll talk about some of the mine disasters. We had disasters here in, Whipple, in Scarborough, Whipple, um, it's all through this area, you know, Glen Jean. Um, and with all the tragedy, a lot of the victims came here before they would take them to McHenry or to uh, bury them, pretty much. So we're gonna take a quick little tour of the house uh, then we'll, we'll come back down here and we'll break up. How's that sound? Scott, can we go around and turn all the lights on? Um, Is that the way they are? Yeah. I love, I, I love this room. This is really another entrance because this porch over here, like I say, you can throw out this porch and down and you're right at the railroad. So there was a lot of, you know, if, if, if uh, people, people travel by rail. Those pictures that you have, I have several of those. Oh, do you? Uh-huh. I got one of these like estate sales. Yeah, they were my grandmothers. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And we were, when we were here last time, we got some interesting, interesting things going on over here around this fireplace in the desk. So, but uh, yeah, I, I love I love the floors in here. This is mm -hmm. so. Go, come on into the dining room. Now, last time, uh, Shannon and and her daughter uh, Kizzy, they got Kizzy is particular. She's just turned thirteen, and she. I mean, when we're doing the, the flashlight experiment, she's the only person I've ever seen that can be holding the flashlight and get responses while she's holding the light. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, she, and she, she's done it here, she's done it uh, a few other places. So, so this is definitely, definitely a little hot spot. Um, we can kind of, like I said, as we go through tonight, we'll We'll talk about experiences that we've had, and I'll tell some, some stories that might relate to a little bit of it. I love the fact that on, on the back side of this, you have the two small doors that um, um, go outside. That's just really neat, the twin little doors. And we actually 
saw some images peeking in the doors at us last time from this one over here on this side. Uh, now over here, this is the way to the basement. There's the old necker way there. This was a, a passage, a door and a passage that went that direction. So there again, it made, it made it just another connector. This would have been like a small nursery, and um, the doctor and his wife would have been there, and this would have been just a small nursery adjacent to their bedroom. We had both that door and, and this door slammed slam. on us. Yeah, they slammed mm. Last time. Oh. And I, I found extra clothes upstairs at last time. I just, I'm still trying to figure out where that, <laughs> I thought for sure it was Timmy's, because it, it was Timmy's size and shirt. Learned your lesson. Up to the bank. <sighs> it wasn't me. I didn't well, the bank. It was huh? me that time. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah don't provoke. It's never a good But idea. this time it's hers, so I mean. Yeah. Particularly up there. That's just not a good idea. Yeah, don't provoke. Bad idea. <laughs> yeah. So there again, you can see where, where they, this right here would have been a, a, a doorway over here coming from the, the passage over there, so they just blocked that off. I just think, I, I love the little setting room right here. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it's hard. And you felt something when we walked by, didn't oh, you? Oh, in the hallway there, definitely, 100%. Yeah. And we had some, a lot of activity around those windows in that built-in last time. I feel yeah, something yeah. heavy in here. Yeah, in this here. Is, this okay. is like... <coughs> Let's go to the next suite of rooms on this floor. Then another floor. Okay. Come on, Are you sure? Are you sure? They're really odd shaped room here. Yeah. But what's really interesting in this room, we got so much stuff happening over in this corner. I mean, you can, you can almost feel something. It's kind of kind of right in here because this is a connecting bathroom. Colder area. Yeah. So so we got some really weird vibes going between this room and here last time. So this is definitely like a, a real interesting hot spot. I said I love these rooms up here though. I mean these are just so cool. Look, Amy, it's a doorway. It's your size. Yeah, a little doorway here. <laughs> it's your size. Look, it's perfect for you. Go in there. Okay. You just wish that they had something big enough for you. <laughs> I have to duck my way through. <laughs> that is pretty cool. So, Go so on, here's the little, little Jack and Jill bath. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm here. So here's yeah, another <laughs> bathroom. There are bathrooms everywhere. That's beautiful, that vanity. Nice little Jack and Jill Yeah, Brian and I got some really interesting things in the bathroom here. A lot of responses. Here, I have it. Somebody talked about it. I heard it. Did you hear it? Where was it? Yeah, somewhere around. You gave it. You have it. I don't know. 
What was that noise? What made what noise? Oh, somebody screamed. So in these rooms here, this this room here was actually the um, maids' quarters, the servants' quarters, because they had their little apartment up here where they could cook for themselves or what have you. Here, when flicker on us last time, we had this light on it, it would come on, it has been moved. We would ask questions and this light would actually respond for us. Ooh. I love when that happens. Well, this light? Oh, the lamp? Yeah, the lamp. That, huh. And then that's the room over there so where Shannon. What happened? I'm not trying to picture that, so. The doctor provides a study and or a library. Well, this is beautiful. And this is the room that when Brandon stays here, this is where he stays. Uh, and he spends the night here. Amy. This this was the doctor's library or study. Now this is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's also I'm sorry. a private office just for his own pleasure, reading or, or studying, getting away from you know, his his physician office was downstairs on the first floor. So this was kind of more of his private space. And now there is empirical evidence if you read, well, I, and I learned a lot about him by reading uh, articles from the newspapers. And it would actually state that, you know, Mrs. Gravely was recovering from a bout of pneumonia at Dr. Price's. So we do know that he had. I just heard something. On your thing. Yeah, it says tearing apart. Mm -hmm. So so we know he would have patients that would actually stay here. Now the thing with McKendry Hospital, when they built McKendry, is McKendry was originally just for folks that were injured in the mines. They didn't initially they did not take uh, folks that were just sick. It was free care for if you were injured, and then they uh, slowly would accept folks that were not minor injuries uh, from the mines or from the railroad and they would have people to pay. And I, I, you know, you're talking about 75 cents a day for your care. They trained their own nurses. They had their own nurses staff there. Um, and when you, but when you read some of the things that people would come to either Dr. Price and like I say, I would read these records and say Dr. Price, Dr. Price, Dr. Price. Um, everything, a lot of gunshots. 1907, there was one person shot per day uh, in the months of uh, April, May, June, and July in Fayette County. It was, it was like the Wild West. These little towns, people that had gunfights. Because you got, had guys and they worked hard in these mines. They worked so hard. And come payday, they blew off a lot of steam, and then obviously that led to a lot of violence. You uh, also had Baldwin Feltz. Yeah, you had the Baldwin Feltz guys. Was there law. That were here at this New River Company store, at the Whipple Company store. I mean, they were hired thugs. They were basically hired thugs. 
And we get a lot, if you start talking about Baldwin felts here in, in different areas of this house, you get a lot of responses. Mm -hmm. Anybody here named Justin, by chance? Didn't think so. Or knows a Justin. Uh, I know a Justin. I know a Justin. <laughs> I think so. We were mm -hmm. talking to one in Mount Hope. It was about the mountain air. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we were in here last time, um, I had a group up here and the kept saying, open the window. Open, yes, mm. open the window. So, open the window. we opened the window and shut it. It was 17 degrees outside. It was cold. Very cold. <laughs> and, you know, no, we didn't see anything happen at the time. Um, we also had rest in peace come across that. Had a lot of tapping on the windows and stuff. Well, when we went to clean up at the end of the night, we noticed there was a droplets of water that started on the windowsill, on the floor, around the bed, down the hallway, to the top of the stairs. Oh my gosh. Nobody had water. No leak. No, no leak. leak. No, because we thought at first of my God the it was a little bit of 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 a and his grandson, liked, whenever he was working on the house, would roller skate and skateboard through the dining room and the living room and such. He, he had passed away just a few weeks before our first investigation of drug overdose. And we picked up a lot of, a lot mm -hmm. of things through there. And we, got, we got sounds that sounded like somebody roller skating, roller skating or, or oh, skateboarding. Wow. And on the necrophonic, it would say his name and talk and stuff. Wow. We got that in the dining room. Yeah, and so that, that's where he would, would play while they were working on the house. And I said, I didn't want to say anything downstairs. Yeah. I, I do know he shared that with us last time. And um, at the Women's Club next week, and we're back at Black. Uh, I had a buddy of mine. In fact, I met him. Uh, we were both uh, exporting colonial logs to Japan in the early 80s. And he was a competitor of mine, and I met him in 1981. The reason I know this is my one bad habit is I love new vehicles. And I had a, a 1981 Olds Cutlass Supreme. And I went to his log yard, which was at Hughes Creek, sat on a log waiting for him to come in in the evening. and. Anyway, we became friends. We we do deals later in life, and in fact, he's actually living on my farm in Maryland. And he talked me into going in with him to buy this house. And his thought was that since to advertise it up in north, up in Maryland, and somebody who didn't know any better would buy it um, and make a profit. Well, it never worked out. We actually bought the house, the opening bid. The people, Offners, owned it and they wanted $250,000 for it. And they um, put it up for auction. The minimum bid was 75000 Well, you know how these crooked auctioneers are. They had their computer set in here. 
oh, we've got a bid of 75,000, do we have 80? And I should have bid $75,001, but I bid $75,500. So I left $499 on the table and that, and the, that was it. Um, we spent uh, closing with 87,000 um, and we had it listed for 150 and whatever. We ended up having $100,000 in it. Um, he got disgusted, wasn't selling. I, I love the place. In fact, I told the officers when I looked at it, I, it was going to be my house, even though I don't live here. Um, so we had 100 in the place. I gave him 40,000 cash and bought him out. And then I started doing extensive remodeling. And I've probably got $250,000 in it. I've replaced everything in the house. Um, decorated it and you tell, you know, call spaces. Um, and I love it here. It's my office. I've got two companies and um, my stepson's involved. He's got the desk there. Um, but I bought basically everything at auction, um, estate sales. Um, and I, I love doing that. All the paintings, a lot of the paintings are all originals that has I got. Your, has your friend seen it since you fixed it up? Oh, he comes down. All right, so there's a lot going on, and I'm sure no one understands the damn thing since you weren't there. So basically, we kind of like split up into two different groups, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we used an EMF reader uh, along with many other different things like a flashlight and... Um, we actually had a AMFM radio, yeah, so that radio. way if they wanted to communicate through the radio, mm -hmm. yeah. And let it should also be noted that <laughs> so we have these EMF readers on our phones, and uh, you know I downloaded the app. Me and Caleb both did, and I have my phone on record because I wanted to make sure that I could record and use my EMF reader at the same time. And, you know, it beeps when activity increases and things like that. And <laughs> I didn't know that you could turn the beeping off. But I also didn't realize that you was going to be able to hear the beeping on the recording. We're going to save your eardrums some pain. Um, but I did lose almost an hour and a half of audio because I didn't realize that you could hear the beeping. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. It was probably... The better audio too, which sucks. So right, they, there was no possible way we couldn't salvage it that I could go through there and knock out every single beep that you heard. Exactly, so. and so like Kayla said, we split up into two different groups because there was about thirteen of us, and so <laughs> we took the upstairs first. So we worked from you know, like the third floor or the second floor down. Um, and then the other group did the first floor up. And so we all kind of met back downstairs and took a break, a breather. People had cigarettes, you know, made phone calls, whatever. And then the recording that you're about to hear is where we picked up and we started going downstairs and I didn't realize this until later that we were also faced with some other technical difficulties because there was there was a moment let's just say in the basement which was terrifying that um, my EMF reader said my name and I wanted to shit my pants <laughs> 
And all of that audio magically disappeared. This was, you know, I have the recording and there's a moment where it jumps from us being in the basement to us being back upstairs and the hunt was coming to an end. So that sucks. But we're going to add, hopefully, a clip here at the end after this um, that David actually sent me. So that way he can kind of fill in the gaps that happened in the basement. So And funny thing is, is I was using my phone to videotape and yes. my phone even cut the shit out. Yes. It's, like there's nothing. Yeah. Y'all let me tell you, we went in this basement and all of us have our EMF readers. We set down the flashlight and like David would ask simple questions like, you know, if you want to talk to us, dim the light. And this little flashlight just went out. And this was a perfectly functioning flashlight. It would turn on. It would turn off. There the was same thing no happened to us while we were in the attached. dining room, too. Yes. We, yeah, there was a moment with us set around the dining room table where it was just visible. The light was going out and the light would come on. It would get brighter. It would get dimmer. And it was a surreal moment because I'm a big chicken. I'm not... I'm not about this kind of stuff. So, picture it. Uh, little Sophia Golden Girl style. We're in the basement of a creepy-ass surgeon's house. And the freaking EMF reader says, Emily. And then the flashlight starts going, yeah, I'm going to die. <laughs> like She was fine. She was even coaxed into walking closer to the <laughs> flashlight. Yeah. And, and asked like, questions herself. <laughs> like, David knew my name. And he was like... Who is Emily? And I was just like, I'm Emily. And he was like, yeah, I know. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but so, the funny thing is, is part of what happened is, you know, she's communicating to whatever this is. And then the basement door all of a sudden slams shut. Yeah. Like, extremely loud. Like, we were down the stairs and could feel the wind off the door. Yes. Like, violently slammed shut. But, unfortunately, hmm, the other people that were with us wanted to play games and thought it would be funny to shut the door themselves. So. Yeah. Little did they know, they almost had someone, you know, DOS, dead on sight. <laughs> um, because I had just asked this spirit a question, and then that's when the door slammed. Uh, so, yeah, that moment was kind of a letdown because I felt like I'd been robbed. And I felt like, you know... I don't know. I just jaded about that, but I'm glad it was them. Uh, because if it had been something else, I'd have been like, hell to the no, because I ain't about that life. Mm. So, anyways, this next clip is going to be kind of jumbled, um, but hopefully it makes sense to you. You just got to imagine you were there. <laughs> Starting the recording. I've turned the beeping off. That's good. <laughs> Okay. We'll sit quietly around the table. I'm going to sit here on the inside and get up and move about if I need to. It's going to make a place. 
downstairs in the corner if you like. That thing is already going crazy. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Who has the flashlight? Go ahead and just turn the flashlight on. We kind of set it in the middle of the table. Is it over here then? <laughs> Did you just get a chill? Yeah, I just got a shiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Somebody look back and tell me what the temperature says on it, by the way. 83. Okay. That's not feel 83 degrees. It wasn't even that hot upstairs. No. No, to me, it feels cooler. Oh, yeah. There's a lot more cooler down here. So, it's not 83 degrees. But there's something... be here with us this evening. If you are here, we heard from some other folks that you were very talkative. Thank you. Can you can you make the light come back on, please? Please turn the light back on. Thank you. Thank you very much. She gets a she's <laughs> she gets a lot of response. That's 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 good. I have Marissa. So if you are a lady who's here with us tonight, can you make the light go out, please? Thank you. If you were a resident of the home that we're in, belonging to the prices, can you make the light come on, please? Thank you very much. And I have hand. So what time period did you live here? If you lived here when the house was new, say between 1900 and 1910, can you make the light dim or go off? 
Thank you. Just to confirm and, and reaffirm what we've just talked about, if you're a lady who lived in the home between 1900 and 1910, can you make the light come on, please, if this is a correct statement? We know it takes a lot of energy. We appreciate that so much. If you lived here in the house past 1910, between 1910 and talking to Mrs. Price who lived here, wife of Dr. Price, thank you. Would anyone here like to ask a question or two? <clears throat> Did Dr. Price ever experiment on people? Did he ever use gas on any of his experiments? During the mine wars, did Dr. Price ever cover up some of the violence the miners enacted against the guards?
want to say. Mm. How about did he ever cover up violence directed toward other folks that were doing not nice things? I just thought I heard a scratching sound somewhere around that corner. What corner? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, listen, time out. I ain't gonna lie. I did not even realize you were sitting back there. So when you started talking, I just about shit myself. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. I just ran the mood. <clears throat> Again, I thought I heard a scratching sound. <laughs> <laughs> I need to remind people when we come down here, we need to bring snacks. <sighs> I see you're trying to really press yeah. some energy toward the light. And, this and not, one and that one's long at the same yeah, time. And the other one just now peaked. So... So you're, tr you're really trying to press the energy here for us, and are you trying to communicate? We have several devices here that communicate, and if you, if you were to yell really loud, I have a means to hear you here. So if you're still present here with us, can you make the light get really bright? Can you just really, I know it's hard expending energy, but expend the energy toward the light to make it get very bright if you're still here with us. now, is there anyone else here? Are there multiple folks that we're visiting with tonight? And if there are, you can say a number, you can make the light flash, make one of our noise-making devices go off. Again, if you're letting us know there's multiple folks here, provide a sign either before thank you. That's a pretty good flash right there. <laughs> with us here, if you are a male, 
can you signify somehow with one of our devices? Thank you. Can you make the light flash again for us just to confirm that you are in fact a male? Anyone else care to ask a question, please? I think it's very interesting that the ghost boxes have gone kind of quiet right now. They're getting a lot of things with the lights. Seems like when it gets bright, the boxes quit. Yeah. I'm going to turn on this infrared again. Again, if you'd like to communicate with us more directly, you may do so by causing the light to come on brighter, or a myriad of devices we have here that if you made a noise or something, we can actually hear you.
There are a lot of objects that you may manipulate nearby if you feel like doing so. There again, you can also make the light get brighter. All right. Between the, between the door and the curtain there, I'm seeing a, a dark, about a softball-sized shape move from the window and the door over to the curtain. Said what I what I saw was right two about three feet in front of you against the wall on the night vision. Mine just said reveal. Show yourself to us if you would like to be revealed. I see a lot of energy being directed to the center of the table. Can you make that light get really, really bright? Can it go all the way out? Can you make it get really bright? It said caught. Thank you. Something or someone making a lot of energy manifest there in the middle of the table. If 
you'd like for us to leave this space and move to another space, another area, signify by making the light get very bright and all the other lights to get bright. It takes a lot of energy to make us leave. Or you can make the light go all the way dark if you don't have enough energy left to brighten it. Move over to the front room and see what you might be able to find there. Here, I'd like to have the flashlight near that chair over there, if we could. We have a couple of these lights. If you all want to sit down, just move yourself home. Could you want the lights over near that? Um, We, get, we got a lot upstairs. Yeah, I know you did. So we're going to go through the same series of questions. First thing we always want to know is if there's anyone or anything here with us in this space, in this beautiful home. And you can do so by making some of the devices that we have light up, thank you, or make the light in the corner go dim or go out.
Thank you. There again, just to confirm that you might be here with us, you may make the light dim or go out. See, there's a lot of EMF energy being directed here right in front of us at the table. And you do the same thing with the light. say a word if it's under your breath because on the recorder I heard the word go We get any vocalizations on any of the spirit boxes? Um, have Ron. A lot of names. Jason, Trinity. Screeching. Screeching. I have restored. Contain. Answer them. Yes, we get that often. Please answer us. Remember. That's fucking real hot. Remember is. What are we trying to remember? Are we trying to remember events that happened here involving the doctor? And so you may signify by dimming the lights.
scan. Is there someone that wants to communicate with the light? Please signify by doing so. Conditioning being over near that curtain. The curtain was moving. Yeah, that, there's a unit there. Okay. Just checking. But I don't think that air is off the on. Yeah, it's not flowing. I understand the price was really active here earlier. Mm hmm. In this room. Dr. Price, are you here with us? If you can. Yeah, I just got Sarah and Mike. If there's someone other than the doctor who we're trying to communicate with, can you signify by shouting out to us or making one of the devices? Thank you. The EMF meter's gone. We like it when you manipulate the light. That excites us. We, we get very amused by that. If you want to do something for our amusement. Is there someone with us that died in this room? Control. I'm going to ask, is this the room that Mrs. Blake had her seance in in 1909? Is this where she sat? 
if Mrs. Blank was in one of the other rooms, maybe the parlor or the dining room area, can you let me know? Can somebody do me a favor, bring the light and put the light here on the table? Since there's more energy directed at the table right now, maybe it's easier for you to manipulate the light there. So if you can, Make the light go dim for us if you want to communicate in that manner. Let us know that you are here. Do something bold for us. Let us know someone's here. The other folks said you were very active, that you like to communicate. Have you left us or are you still here? pretty quiet. So let's move over to the middle room. I need my camera here to save the battery in the basement. Oh, I'm going to have to buy the ad-free version of this. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It sounds like a million people playing King Kong. Gonna make yourself comfortable in here. sitting in the corner in the dark. <laughs> All he said was, I see something moving in that corner. And then I just hear you, what corner? I'm like, what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just on it. Here, we have a lot of different devices here. We have a 
a box that if you want to shout out something, we might be able to pick up with you. This is scanning different radio frequencies, and the theory is that a lot of times the spirit can communicate by using words between the different frequencies that are known. So a lot of times you'll hear something that is not music or something you hear on the radio, a voice, a word, or a phrase. going crazy and it keeps freezing. Mm. It was red and it said sail and then now it says clap. Mm. It's freezing again. Now see you're, you're expending energy here and you expend your energy toward the light. Both. Does that mean that there's two entities here with us this evening? I just got Caitlin. Oh, 
Try a different one. I'm going to turn the light out and have you turn it on. Let's see if this one. Would you rather turn the light on to communicate with this instead of turn the light off? Significance of George. Did you take care of George? Is George a patient here? Does anyone else get anything on their voice boxes? Clock. Question. Again, we're looking for some validation if there's someone here with us. say this that all the folks that's in that other group is um, 
really picking up on a lot of a lot of things tonight. I'm wondering if the whatever was down here did not follow them upstairs. I'm not sure, but I need to go myself. All the doors are new metal doors. So they don't make any noise whatsoever. But I mean, but there was a door there. It was a metal door, but I had recalled that at one time it had been one of the bathroom doors and it was an old door with glass in it like these here. And I said, well, this is a residual thing because we heard a, a actual door squeak, got it recorded and everything, but the doors that were all there, they did not squeak when we moved them. Hmm. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. We were all up there, and it was, of course, in that building, because it's mainly marble, we get a lot of, I mean, it's, when you hear a sound, you hear it everywhere. It goes. Yeah. All right, so we're going to descend. Is everyone with us here? Good think so. Okay. I'll go first, so if anybody falls down the steps, it'll be me. Oh, no. So this is how every scary movie starts. You go to the restroom. Oh, yeah. And you hear that beeping. <laughs> Watch this board right here. It's very loose. Oh, Jesus. Number three steps. Number three steps. at all. <laughs> I consulted my Zodiac and it said not today. Oh, this is worse than my basement of my house. Okay, so we want set, to set the flashlight here somewhere on one of these ledges. And I'm just going to kind of 
talk to you like we did before when we were here, okay? Because um, before, when we got to this part, is when I, I started really discussing. It won't even come on. Oh, well, that's <laughs> some of the Native American activity. And we had our, our won't come on. all of our cameras and everything died down here last time. Come on. <laughs> so I just had it on coming down my steps. There he is. Look at that. You were like connected. <laughs> That's crazy. Very slow to take pictures. It yeah. won't even come on over there. So is there anyone down here in this lower level of the home? Which we understand was built on the foundation of Beatrice and Bernard's home that was destroyed during the Indian attacks of the 1740s. So if you are down here, Please signify with one of these pieces of equipment. You can shout really loud. Toss a rock or a pebble. And you make the light go out. Thank you so much. So, if you're connected to the house at the time of the strong EMF activity on the stairs, like all the way off the chart. Because I stopped, I'm like, Dad, did you hear that? Because I had my face stop. He's like, I thought that was you. I'm like, there's no one with me. <laughs> like, I'm a big girl, but I ain't that big. It sounds like a herd elephant's coming mm -hmm. after me. Hmm. Well, I said, when we were downstairs, we thought, one of you guys had slammed the door. I mean, it slammed. Yeah. We did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Well, it was immediately after she asked the question, so we were curious. Yeah, so you almost made me crap myself, Good so timing. that's cool. <laughs> no, I think they were going to come down. And yeah. We've had, had two interesting things at the bank, and you'll appreciate this. Um, one thing that happened, this was, um, you I can keep recording from this one. And I'm just going to keep recording until it dies. I guess. You have a phone charger in your car, right? Not for your phone. I mean, I have a charger. I need a plug-in. Yes. Yes, I have a car that you can plug your phone charger into. <laughs> Sweet thing. You weren't there when White Power Atkins was there, were you? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, this is the one I didn't want to do. Oh, that was nice. 
I ain't gonna lie, I thought that I thought that spirit was gonna be my grandma. I was wondering. That's why I was asking. It'd just be weird for my grandma to be in a basement in Scarborough. If the person here was a lived in the home but was not a family member of Dr. Price, signified by turning the light out. I just got, I am not. Well, if you're not that person, were you someone who lived in the home that was a family member? Thank you. Were you one of the Price family folk? Older. Were you here on this property living prior to 1900? Quiet. 
where you hear even in the 1700s. Are you a lady that's here with us trying to communicate? here that wants to communicate. I got Julian City Live back to back. Living. Do you think you're still living here? signify with the light or with one of our devices. If you wish to communicate with us, please signify by dimming the light, please. Or if you don't wish to communicate and want us to leave this space, let us know somehow. spaces. Thank you so much for being here for a few moments with us and communicating for a moment. That's almost what the last they said that whoever was in here communicated for just, just a second. Yeah. yeah, just a few seconds and then bye.
They have their own little kitchen and center up here. Is there anyone in these spaces that we understand was the servants' quarters that would like to communicate somehow? Satan. They got that, didn't they say they got a lot of Yeah, they got a lot of that up here, too. If you want to communicate, please do so by dimming the light or making one of the devices that we have. Is there no one in here that wishes to communicate in these matters with us? Please communicate using one of our methods here. If you shout really loud, I can hear you. Keep away. I see you're trying to create energy in the area of the light on the bed. If you, if you really want us, if you really want us to, to leave this space and go on, let us know. Turn the light off or make one of the devices get very bright. Thank you. Can you confirm that? I know I'm, a, I'm being a pest. Can you make the lights flash again for me. If you truly want us to go, give us a sign. Thank you. That was a sign. Sure so, we're, <laughs> so we're going to go to the big room. Step going up. <laughs> the last time we were here, you really showed us some activity in this space. So if you are in here, which this area we understand was Dr. Price's study or library, is private spaces. If you're here, please let us know. Signify. You can use the flashlight. You can use one of our other devices. The one behind me is lighting up right now. We just want to communicate. We don't mean you any harm. We don't want to disturb your peace. We're only curious.
If that light's not accessible to you, let me know by flashing the light behind me and I'll move the white light. Anytime I move the device, I like to reset and turn them on and turn them back off. That way they can make sure it kind of clears out. If you hear and want to communicate in this manner, you can signify by making the light go out or turning dim. Again, if there's anyone here trying to communicate, or if there is someone and they're just tired of our lame-ass questions, <laughs> give us a sign and we shall vacate. And we'll go back to our homes and you may stay in your home in peace. I just got uh, hay. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it. So if you really want us to leave, tell us that. Give us a sign. Let us know that we have worn out our welcome in your home this evening. Use all that energy you have left to give us a big sign. Well, thank you very much for being with us tonight. We will leave you now. Go back downstairs. Works for me. That is a big goodbye. Right? <laughs> Thank you very much. So 
we were able to get David's audio from the basement imported and into our little handy dandy system. So again, I know it's kind of confusing, but my audio from the basement was just disappeared. Just it, it vanished. vanished. So, and I didn't realize this until I got home and I was, because I was so excited. I, I was telling my husband about it. I was like, babe, a ghost tried to talk to me directly. And I went through this hour and 10 minute audio that I had and that part was just skipped over like it never happened. And so luckily we did have David capture some audio for us from the basement and that's what you're going to be hearing next. Discussing. Oh, well, that's a, <laughs> some of the Native American activity. And we had our, our all of our cameras and everything died down here last time. So. Those things it's are very slow to take pictures. It yeah. won't even come on over there. So is there anyone down here in this lower level of the home? Which we understand was built on the foundation of Beatrice and Bernard's home that was destroyed during the Indian attacks of the 1740s. So if you are down here, please signify with one of these pieces of equipment. You can shout really loud. Toss a rock or a pebble. You make the light go out. Light's flashing. There we go. Thank you so much. So, if you're connected to the house at the time of the Indian attacks with Beatrice or Barney, can you signify using the light or one of the other devices or shouting very loudly?
I know it takes a lot of energy to communicate in this manner with us. We so appreciate it, you trying. We know it's hard. We've also heard the stories that during the time of the mine wars back in 09 and again in 21, that when the miners were gathering to plot against the owners and the Baldwin Fells detectives, that they actually gathered in the basement, in the lower levels of this beautiful house belonging to Dr. Price. Can you let us know about that? Is that something that you can communicate with us about? If this is the truth, can you make the light very bright or go out all the way? Again, is anyone picking up anything on their devices? I had Addison. Mine just says nerve. Mm -hmm. Because you're taking a lot of nerve coming down here. If the person was with us here tonight as a male, can you make the light either go all the way out or get brighter? <coughs> I'll make it easier even. If you're really having trouble expending the energy to make the light bulb work, can you use your energy toward the other device there? Can you make it go into the orange and the red if you are in fact a male? The same thing, can you react similarly if you're a female that's here with us? Very mixed messages from you, and I'm, I'm sorry that we're.
Actually, last time we were here, someone showed herself to us. We would thank you. Like it if you can show yourself to us. And you can do that in a variety of ways. You can you can speak to us. You can spend a lot of energy and make your form. Make the light very bright and make the light go totally dark. It's about change clothes back to back. Mm. Are you changing for us or did we interrupt you? Evening. That's pretty bright right there. Put it on your evening clothes, I see. Whoa. I got a really loud, scratchy sound. Are we interrupting your evening? If so, can you make the light go dark or make one of the other devices react? Trying to make the light down. What do you think of our presence here tonight? Turn the light out. Problem. <laughs> Are we causing you problems tonight? If so, turn the light out for us. Make us believe that you're here with us. Ugly. Be nice. Use the light and make it either really bright or go totally dark to tell us something. If you're capable of that, please show us. Sit your mind. Who's Emily? My name's Emily. I know that. <laughs> Are you trying to communicate with Emily? If you want Emily to communicate with you, make the light very bright or make it go out. Make it react. Emily, what would you like to say to whoever's here with us?
try hello. Hello. Are you trying to communicate with me? You can make the light go out. Or very bright. Or very bright. Correct. Is it possible that someone is here that I may know? I just heard a groan on the work order. Woman? Okay, if, there's, if there's a woman feeling a connection with Emily, can you signify with the light, please? Do you like Emily? Do you feel connected here? See the energy meter showing, the light's starting to brighten. Thank you. Why don't you tell Emily who you are? Hey, give us a name. Toss a pebble. Are you still here with us? If so, please dim the light. You've got the light very bright now. Can you dim it? Thank you. Nice response. Are you still wanting to communicate with Emily? What are you trying to say?
this is my two milli EMF meter. If you'd like to, for Emily to come closer to you with the light, please make it go out. Thank you. <laughs> you want to very carefully step that direction. Thank you. Emily, say hello. We only have a few more minutes to communicate here. Would you like to say anything particular to Emily? We can hear it on our devices, or I can hear it through my ears. You said you are a woman. Could you possibly be Back to Emily's query. If you have a connection with her, can you please make the light go out? Asking a question Is there something that you would like to tell me? If so, make the light go out or get brighter. Under book.
struggling to understand why you feel you're connected to me. If you could just give me a sign for one of the devices. Maybe your name. If you're no longer wishing to communicate, please signify somehow. Are you ready for us to leave? Are we bothering you? Oh, we got a flash. If you'd like for us to leave, flash the light again, please. We will respect your wishes. That's an affirmative. Please do it again for me. We thank you very much for communicating with us. We wish you would have told Emily more why you chose to talk to her and you wanted her closer. Action. We will leave you now. Some other folks may come down, ask you similar questions or not. with me. We did a four-hour show to record in the bank. And the honest to goodness, the entity was quoting scripture, chapter and verse to us. Wow. And we would read from the Bible. We found a Bible and we would read from the Bible and it would respond.
they got some really good direct responses, actually. It's a door slam by itself. I mean, it was like you felt the air move. So, it called out Emily. And so we were talking with the light. I said, if you would like to communicate with Emily and have her step to the light, please signify. I mean, it was like an immediate boom response. Now, who's Emily? <laughs> so we obviously let her go and walk up to the light, and then we got some other responses. We got nothing upstairs. No. No. I'm sorry. Well, we talked to Beatrice for like two seconds. And yeah. She was like, I'm tired and go to bed. Well, <laughs> yeah. I walked so, up because I was on the phone with my dad and I was walking back down the stairs. Something rushed after me. Mmm. I'm telling you. I know. Scare easy. The, 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 there's something with the stairs. I mean, we've all had a lot of. EMF, really incredibly strong EMF activity on the stairs, like all the way off the chart. Because I stopped, I'm like, Dad, did you hear that? Because I had him on FaceTime. He's like, I thought that was you. I'm like, there's no one with me. <laughs> like, I'm a big girl, but I ain't that big. It's not like a herd of elephants coming mm -hmm. after me. Mm -hmm. Well, I said, when we were downstairs, we thought one of you guys had slammed the door and we slammed. We did. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Well, it was immediately after she asked the question, so we were curious. Yeah, oh. so you almost made me crap myself. Good so <laughs> <laughs> No, I think they were going to come down and, yeah. We've had, had two interesting things at the bank, and you'll appreciate this. Um, one thing that happened, this was, uh, I told you about my light flowing. So, um, during one of the, during chilly night, there was a, uh, a group of us, and they, there was some young ladies that were working at New Orleans, and they really needed to sleep, and they did not want to go to the nasty portage on. I understand. So I said, well, they're like, can, can you find me? I said, I said, come with me, we'll go over here. However, so the first time we went down the stairs, as we were approaching, going back to where the bathrooms were, there was like a curtain of a shimmery light. Mm -hmm. And so I shined my flashlight on it. We were in the dark. I shined the flashlight on it. Just, it was just like it, it was. Uh -huh. Then, of course, they had open the we just kept, when we went, I, somebody was trying to make us coffee. And I was okay with it, because yeah. I like coffee. Yeah, that happened, that happened kind of more or less. Like, constantly. Well, I asked, what did I ask that night? I was like, do you like coffee? Yeah. <laughs> he came through the spirit box. Yeah. <laughs> no, we well, don't. We unplugged it because we were afraid it would burn it up. There was no coffee yeah. or anything or anything. So. And, but like, when I was up there with the folks from, uh, WVPI, I told them, because we were getting a lot of rapture and things down the basement tonight. Mm -hmm. But it was actually quoting chapter and verse oh. on the obelisk. And if we, we would look at the look up the chapter and the verse and, and repeat it back, and then it would respond to it. And it would say, it's in the scripture. Read the Bible. Read the 
were going back and forth with that. In the on the second floor, it told us they're all evil. Get out. Yeah. And devil. And we was like and killed. And killed. Yeah. Like really, yeah. I said our big thing downstairs was we had that direct communication, so that was cool. Yeah. So we'll head up to number four, number three. You guys go down to the dark. Watch step number three. Okay. Because it will toss you. Lower. Lower. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. It should be interesting. And my my battery and on my, my camera. My ca my camera battery and my. Um, mm -hmm. IR battery cracked out downstairs, just like. <laughs> yeah, the flashlight wouldn't come on back in the corner. Like I had to take it completely apart. Like, like where you, wow. where, where you got the, the leg photo. The leg. The flashlight. Did you it, talk about like the unionization? Yeah, yeah. It makes it go crazy out there. But well, I said the light would not work. We had to. You know, yeah, we pulled away from that corner to turn it on, and then. I won't. I'm anxious to hear what you what you get with the Dawson Rock Council. Yeah. Dawson Rock's are something. Yeah. Okay, I have. So I have to tell you. This is another bank story, but since most, a lot of us have been there. So the employees of the bank, they're working from home a lot now. Mm -hmm. And the gal who is the executive director there now, she brings her child to work with her occasionally. And so they take one of the offices and set up for the child to play in. They had somebody there decided to prank the kid and put a whoopee cushion in the chair. Yes, we found the whoopee cushion. So these guys are there, they've got 11 cameras, they're recording for their show. And I wasn't in that part of the recording, so I was going to take a break, grab something to drink, went into that office, flopped down in the desk chair, and a whoopee cushion ripped. And they were like, Yeah, exactly. And I was like, uh, Guys, it's it was me, but it wasn't me. <laughs> so yeah, they, they they were trying to prank one of their own people, and then they they got you. It would be my luck right there. And oh, then we'll go upstairs. Because you know we get the German voices downstairs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the other night I was there, had four people with me. First time ever. I go we go down to the basement, and we walk past the cubicles, going back toward the bathroom to go down. Very thick German accent goes, Who's there? And we're like, And so, went back, there was this little old man sitting down, one of the engineers was working like, and he said, He's from Austria. <laughs> he's sitting down there. And here we are. Oh, wow. I was like, We just caught the mother load. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so, yeah, but, and that's the first time ever I've been going to that building first. Seven years that I've ever encountered anybody in the human people. Any human. So that was pretty neat. He was sitting down there working late. Who's there? That's Who's great. There? That's now, what, what bank are you talking about? It's the old Betsy Federal Savings Bank. It used to be um, the um, uh, original Beckley National Bank there in the middle of Beckley. Okay. It's got a dome signal. It has a stained glass dome 
75 feet off the floor. The gorgeous, gorgeous building. The the marble, the marble everywhere. The the vault door weighs nine tons. Just the door to the vault. It's a the vault is like the size of the end of this room. They took the old tiller stations and made them like a railing for the top, like the top walkway and stuff. Wow, it's really cool. Is it still in operation? Or? No, it's the, now it's the offices of the New River Board Regional Development Authority. Oh, okay. It was the treasury for it was, a while. It was the, the treasurer's office. Yeah. What was it that happened in that doorway? Well, that's, that's where we had the um, disembodied voices, and mm -hmm. the fellow that was with us had something run through him in the pictures that happened that we showed after that. He looked very devilish. He had a hard time to... Yeah, he, he's not here anymore. Yeah, he had a very hard time with that. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to go. Okay. Um, does this drive go around no. the circle? No. Not any longer. Okay. So okay, I've got a big dump truck blocking it. Okay. <laughs> so I think uh, I can get out. Just go to reverse of how you got here.
Oh, yeah. Luckily, we're not. If you want to wait up here, we'll just. I ain't gonna send her down there myself. I'll be alright. I want to do a turn upstairs real quick. Okay. Maybe record maybe a little bumper. Yeah, maybe because my phone's done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both her phones are done. They didn't last four hours. Need to get some of the little zoom back. We're going to run upstairs real quick. I know. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, it's on. Yeah. I really want to, I want to, I want a full report from the, uh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Uh, All right. You've got the Oh, yeah. I'm going to need them. Hit Doc. Hit Docky, Monkey. I like the light along the stairs just so you... Okay, so you can get down. See so you get down. Awesome. Because I don't want you to... Well, and you know. Did I tell you what happened to the night of the August fair? Huh. I had 34 people on the tour. And so I went back and I stashed my stuff at the bank and I'm hustling back to get to... And my nephew was helping get everybody organized. Uh -huh. Tripped over a parking bumper and broke my toe. Oh, so I did that entire tour of the broken bag. When I sat in the first one, I really did. I did not get that first one, Jamie. Good night, guys. Anybody calls you out? Congratulations, you win a brand new car. <laughs> yeah, it, was, uh, it's, it is so hard to try and get you guys to really get a feel for what was going on. 
but I'll give you a little bit of my own personal take on how I felt about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, sure, I believe in ghosts and stuff. It's a very real thing for me. I've experienced it. I've seen it. So, and I'm not a chicken. You know, if he would have asked me to sit in a chair and like, oh, someone might pull your string on your hoodie or play with your hair, like that wouldn't have bothered me. It would have been a very, like, surreal moment for me, but it wouldn't have been like, oh, I'm scared, what a scream, you know, it's not like that for me. Uh, and I also like to think that I do have some sort of sixth sense, if you will. So, walking into this house and being in there for a long period of time, I could feel the weight of that house on me. Like, it just felt like some sort of pressure on me and at times I felt dizzy and then I'd go outside for a break and it was fine. The air was different. I felt different. Yeah. And then I'd go back in there and it was back to the same that pressure felt on me. It was very, very strange. You could definitely tell that there was activity there and I think it was really fun. It was cool. I enjoyed it. You said about my experience. Um, <clears throat> I am a chicken. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan. I was literally just waiting because, you know, he had prefaced all of this with, you know, the last time we had somebody's arm get squeezed so hard there were, you know, fingerprints left behind. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I'm going to die. Um, you know, I thought it was very interesting. Um, I like that you can have, like, this app that kind of accompanies you and walks you through an experience like that. This was your first time doing something like this, Yes, right? this was my first time doing anything like this. And like Kayla said, we were there for five hours. Yeah. You know, doing the tour, the investigation, and from start to finish. It was, you know, a very long experience. But, you know, to me, I questioned the reliability of... The app, because you know it's. Oh yeah, I don't think know, there's I much faith in that. But they did have actual. Yes, they did have actual equipment. Yeah, I will say that. I I don't trust the reliability of my phone, but I will say this: um, my grandma passed away two years ago, um, and when that thing said my name and I was in that basement, I I'm getting ready to cry now. I had a moment where I. Th felt like if anybody was going to be talking to me, it would be her because she was like my best friend. Um, but anywho, overall, it was a very good experience. And I would do it again, even though I am a chicken. Um, for those of you in the local area, like Beckley, surrounding area, even like neighboring states that are relatively close, um, go check out the Haunted Beckley page. Give it a like, and there you will see all of the events that David and his cohorts put on for the local area. They recently did a um, Ghost of the Civil War tour. Um, they've done dinner with the departed, and they do those quite frequently. This year was... For the Qantas Club of Beckley, and they were celebrating their 100th anniversary, and they had a little fundraiser. Um, something that they have coming up is another Dining with the Departed, and it's at the Cottle Mountaineer Hotel. It's coming up this Friday at 6 p.m., and 
Uh, tickets are limited, so if you are interested in something like that and you're local and you have nothing to do on a Friday evening, go give them uh, a check out and see if it would be something that you would be interested in. You know I'm releasing this Saturday, right? <laughs> okay, gallop back. Um, something, some of the things that they've done recently is they did a fundraiser for the Qantas Club of Beckley to celebrate their 100th anniversary. They've also done uh, Ghosts of the Civil War tours. And, you know, also they just recently did a Departed Cottle Mountaineer Hotel tour. Or, fucking hell. A Dining with the Departed at the Cottle Mountaineer Hotel. So, all of these are very interesting. And I'll say this, David is a very personable person he is easy to like easy to talk to and um, even if you're unsure about going out on a ghost hunt or something like that he's going to make you feel totally comfortable and will just walk you through the whole experience and i definitely think you know everybody should keep an eye out for david and uh, check out what he's doing it's pretty awesome and if you want to go a little more hardcore, you should definitely check out the same asylum. I enjoyed that tour. I want to stay the night there. That is an option. So maybe next year you guys can get your spook on and do some haunted tours yourself. Enjoy. Be safe. Don't die. Okay? Thanks. Bye.